0: Welcome to Cathedral Talk, a podcast about architecture and Minecraft, where we converse to save Notre Dame. few things that happened in the minecraft verse the big patch 1.18.1 is well out now and tom
1: you are gonna hate yourself uh, if either always talk here or don't do this and this because you sound just a little bit better when you do this and it's gonna annoy the hell out of you afterwards
0: i, I appreciate that so i do sound better like this right now yes okay all right thank you okay we are getting new mics in, in like one month i can't do this anymore i need to get a good reliable mic I was like, I wonder if the fact that this is a $25 mic really matters that much. The answer is
2: yes. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, our server has been relatively quiet uh, in terms of the, the amount of stuff that we've been doing to town. But we completely deleted everything outside of town. Yep. Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah. But since no one was building out there, it was just stuff that people had explored and never went back to.
1: Does that mean the places where people didn't live is where the rapture happened? And everywhere there people did live, there was no rapture. What does that say? It means... Let's dive into that philosophical point. <laughs>
0: If a tree falls in a forest and everyone hears it, does it make
2: a sound?
1: (laughs) Does it also experience the rapture?
2: Uh, Yeah, none of our villagers qualified for rapturing. And all of the creepers did. And all of the creepers did.
0: Did you know that James now knows what creepers and zombies from Minecraft are?
2: Good. He's getting a good education.
0: He has even little masks for daycare with creeper faces and TNT on it.
1: I mean, Minecraft is one of the earliest children's games. I think the primary reason that it's had the staying power that it does is that it keeps bringing in new generations of gamers. I think if it didn't appeal to children, it it would not have... Been the juggernaut still that it is today?
0: Or oh, dang. I think we just discovered a whole new episode topic. Let's put that one on the back burner and we'll come back to that one. Why does Minecraft have such staying power? Children. That's a whole that's a whole topic by itself.
1: Children. Answered.
0: That's that that that's one aspect. Play the jingle. Episode's done. <laughs> Donate money. Notre
1: Dame. <laughs> All of your money go to Notre Dame. Thanks for coming. Yeah. See you next time.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: But yeah, the two to one replica hasn't had any more blocks placed on it since the last episode that we we uh, recorded.
0: Hey, I I call. I was about to say I call profanity, and that's not the word I'm looking for. I, was <laughs> I about call to s- profanity. <laughs> I call profanity. I call, what's the word for? I
1: declare bankruptcy. I,
0: I know. I call. Uh, Shenanigans? Uh, I call. Sh- chicanery? No. No, that's not the word. I call um, when somebody's saying like something libelous about you.
2: Bible. Slander.
0: Slander. Thank you. That is slanderous, sir. You are slandering- It's only slander
2: if it's not true. You're
0: slandering my good name. I will have you know that just two nights ago, I built another vault.
2: <laughs> a vault. Then I, I retract my slander. <laughs> I apologize. How many
0: vaults does Notre Dame have? Uh, wow. That's like a number I probably actually should know, but let's just say for now a lot.
1: And you built one, the numerator one, and the denominator a lot.
0: Okay, let's let's have a quick come to Tom moment here real quickly audience. So, here are you the, are,
1: are you saying that you're synonymous with Jesus?
0: I didn't say anything at all there. I just I need to talk to the audience. If only you me.
2: had a platform that you could directly communicate with the audience. I know.
1: All right, Tom students, listen up. Your math
2: homework is due. All right. So here's here here's it's past due, even.
0: One of the principal concepts of this podcast was, of course, to talk about the building of Notre Dame and Minecraft. And if a few of you have gotten a little annoyed that I haven't talked about it in a while, I don't blame you at all. Uh, it is coming. It's just been a really slow couple of months. And I happen to be on the slowest part of the build, which is the Chevet. In the back with tons and tons of like semicircular vaulting, which is a real pain in the butt to build, especially on survival. So it is coming, and I haven't updated the pictures in a while, but I promise I haven't forgotten it will come one day. So it will be an exciting day when that comes. And in the meantime, we can keep talking about random stuff.
1: I think Tom just is afraid that we'll stop hanging out with him if he ever finishes this.
0: It's kind of like Penelope's uh, shawl that she's trying to weave Odysseus and how she keeps pulling it apart. Exactly.
1: That's a metaphor I'm used to in my everyday life. Mm -hmm. Analogy.
2: But when you're done with a two to one, then it'll be like one dot twenty five and they will be all new blocks. And then you're going to have to make a three to one.
0: <laughs> no. You know, if there's anything that I've actually learned about this experience is that I really hate two to one builds. They're <laughs> just too big. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What do you mean what? What? You're telling me that you
1: hate this whole, this whole thing that we're doing. <laughs> no, I mean, okay.
0: No, what I've discovered is I like one to one more. I, I've, I've discovered that I find it more intellectually stimulating to constrain yourself and be like, there is only so much detail I can squeeze in X cubicle amount of space. And when, you've, when it's just so big, you can just do whatever you want with the blocks. Like I said, it's a pixelated version of a photograph or, you know, a 3D image. And, you know, the blocks aren't really acting like blocks anymore. They're just acting like a slightly grainy image.
1: All right. So time for some math then. Mm. what percentage of the way of your two to one would you say that you're done at the building stage?
0: What percentage of the building stage? Yes.
1: Are you done with?
0: Oh, I'd, I'd say probably maybe 5%.
1: 5%. Okay. 5% of a two to one.
0: Mm. Well, but that doesn't include all the terraforming Understood. and a lot, a lot of the initial Yeah, Yeah, but that, that's still, that's still and a lot of the them. infrastructure, like the experience farms and all the things that we needed to sure, get, we're not, our, we're, get ourselves care, to the stage. Don't care about any of that. No one, no one cares about any of that. <laughs> right, right, right.
2: Some of us do.
1: Yes, Zach does. <laughs> what, I'm dri- what I'm driving at is you hate two-to-ones. You would prefer just a better one-to-one. Mm-hmm. You're only 5% of the way through the two-to-one. The amount of time for you to get from 5% to 100% is almost the equivalent of doing two one-to-ones. no. It'd be So
0: you could just No, no, do, no, no, dude, 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 dude. A two-to-one is eight times larger than a one-to-one. One.
1: Okay, so you have eight more one-to-ones to do, and you're only 5% done. Mm-hmm. There are other options available to, in front of
0: you. <laughs> no, I, I'm committed to this path, and I will see it through, and it's going to be glorious when it's done. I, I, I was being facetious. I have discovered that my preferred zone of building is on the not gargantuan scale, but on one to one, just because I find that it's nice when the building feels like it fits in with other builds in the world, like two to one just feels out of place. And I've also like if you're going to do like good screenshots and camera shots of a two to one build, it's very difficult without external software like Chunky or the Replay Mod or something, because you just can't get far away enough from it in the game for it to actually, you know, look right. So, you know, th- these are all things that, you know, I've discovered about building too big. And I mean, this is not even by far in a way the biggest build that people have ever built about Notre Dame on Minecraft. Some of the largest ones I have seen are a couple three to one scale ones out there. A lot of them that are like around like 2.7 or something to one. And those are huge. And again, they look really impressive when they are rendered externally from the game with like a screenshot from far away. But when you actually look at them in game, they're just so colossally huge that it just doesn't feel right.
1: Don't mind me. I'm just adding the concept of sunk cost fallacy to our discussion topic ideas list.
0: What's it now? Moving on. So anyway, uh, <laughs> train in Minecraft.
2: It's dramatically more impressive now. Not just the cliffs, the mountains are certainly beautiful, but the caves also. Just contrasting and comparing a pre-1.18 cave with a 1.18 cave. It's just a it's a whole different experience. It's almost like a Minecraft 2.
1: So as someone who is not as familiar with the game as the two of you, I know that they ended up doing the caves and cliffs update into two parts, part one, part two, and this is part two that is finally out. Did they, was was part one cliffs and part two caves?
2: No, part one was all of the new blocks. And then part two is all of the world generation.
1: So part two was the actual caves and cliffs part of caves and cliffs.
2: Well, that's not entirely fair uh, because there are these new biomes like lush caves and dripstone caves. Got it. uh, And they all generate but they generate with the blocks that came out in part one of the Caves and Cliffs update. And so they wouldn't be as beautiful Got it. without those blocks.
0: Well, and I was always more excited about the overworld generation above ground, not the caves. I was especially excited about the mountains and the really my favorite kind of terrain is fjords. I've been looking for a great sort of fjord setting to sort of uh, replicate good old Norway. And I want to build some Viking like structures or something there. But I admit the caves have taken my breath away. But my other thing though is there's still more work they're gonna be doing in caves. Uh they're gonna be eventually introducing the deep dark. And but that's like patch one dot, I think, nineteen away. And so I'm sort of like, I wanna build cool stuff in caves, but it's going to get yet even cooler, so I don't know if I should wait or not.
1: It's always going to keep getting cooler. It's the concept of a living game that continuously does updates. So Mm -hmm.
0: yeah, that's true. But the counter argument to that is the caves were exactly stagnant for 10 years. They did not change. And then suddenly, very quickly, we've had several patches in a row. 1.17 with the blocks, 1.18 with the actual generation and then 1.19, which is going to add more features and more biomes. The question is like, well, they hit a point where they don't mess with it for a long time. I think everybody's guess is that 1.19 will probably be like that local maxima. Yeah, fair enough. So one of the things that I really like about the new terrain in Minecraft is, again, the concept of building a castle or building a, you know, a cathedral, <laughs> of course, uh, in something on terrain that's not simply flat, but maybe has a, a grand vista that's overlooking something uh Just much more impressive things that you can do in the past. You know, the very first build I ever built of Notre Dame, the map height was so limited that I had to dig a pit into the ground. And then just the tall western towers of Notre Dame only barely scraped the map height at the time. And so the terrain around the cathedral looked terrible. But now that the map height is several times higher, we could do all sorts of cool things with that terrain. But I thought it'd be a fun little sort of jaunt through an opportunity here to look through some of the things that the community has done in Minecraft over the years. And I thought we could take just a little time, each of us sharing some of our favorite things that we've seen the community do with buildings in the terrain. And it doesn't have to necessarily be current. It doesn't have to be what somebody's done currently with the new terrain. It could also be something that somebody did very creatively a long time ago. So I thought we'd have a little share here and we could actually pluck things that we think are just cool inspiration that we've seen that inspire us in Minecraft.
1: And I note that you were very specific in saying that it doesn't need to be current because your video is very old. Oh, very old. Your video is 2012, I believe. Uh,
0: Yes, yes, it is 2012.
1: What I, en- I enjoyed about that is how we've just come to accept in this game that it's perfectly fine for chunks to just not load. <laughs> you can just be flying through. And <laughs> even today, a decade later, chunks still just don't load. And we're just like, that's just part of Minecraft.
0: Yep. That's just Minecraft. Well, I mean, that's one of the great things that the replay mod does, where you can pre-render a scene where all the chunks are already loaded. Uh. And so when you record and render the video, you don't have that effect. Nowadays, the community has found a way around this problem because it's it's all you know it's third party stuff that's been created to render awesome looking videos, which is you know what I've used for the videos I'm slowly posting for our YouTube channel as well. There aren't many yet, but there's more to come. More on that in the near future. Back in 2012, when the video I share in just a little bit from somebody in the community uh, comes up, yeah, this is well before I think you could do a lot of that stuff. So. You know, people just have to fly around and let the chunks load. So let's start at the beginning. You say that you
1: really like this thing in particular in terms of the building and in the terrain. But it is very old back when Minecraft was much more basic. Pretty much the terrain is just, it's some hills, some mountains and a plain. Not really much biome or anything beyond that.
2: Yeah, and it's also terraforming that the person has done to make those mountains that's not right oh really that's not procedurally generated mountains that's terrain that they built for it
1: how, how can you tell that uh that that was user generated maybe i wasn't watching closely enough the mountain, that is.
2: Experience of having seen other mountains in pre-1.18. That just doesn't look like one of them. Interesting. So
0: we should probably give a name of the the particular video or the particular build that has, one, been inspiration for me for a while. This is by Noxious Bolgar, who created the build Tefra Castle and Town of Noxshire. It was built in 2012. And it was really just the first time that I saw a build of a castle that looked good. And I've seen castles in Minecraft plenty of times. But this was just a beautifully well-nestled castle into the surface of a mountain. And just like we were discussing there, the mountain was not naturally generated at all. It's just too nice looking of a mountain for anything that the procedurally generated mountains in Minecraft at that time could ever do. It really looks a lot more like the mountains that we get now currently in 1.18, But of course, this is, you know, a solid 10 years before that.
1: And yet, Zach still thinks it doesn't feel natural.
2: Is that right? Well, natural to the time in which it was created. And I think Tom just conceded that right yeah
1: but you so you are you saying that you think that the person did a, a good job though at making a realistic mountain
2: yeah i'd say especially with the uh tools that they had at of the time got like it just looking at the block palette it was sort of repugnant like going from modern minecraft uh and then looking at a build that's 10 years old like you only have a couple blocks to work with back then oh yeah and just there's no texturing like you just have the repeated cobblestone or the repeated dirt uh on a facade and you try your hardest with what you have about like inverted stairs or resource packs which are clearly being used in the video. Yeah. Oh, definitely. But there's only so much that you can do. Uh, it it looks older than a ten year old game. Looking back at that video.
1: I mean, clearly the person who recorded also doesn't have the most souped. Back then, would have even had the most souped up computer either, because like it's, it's chugging along.
0: It's chugging along, and it, I mean the view distance isn't turned up particularly high, so you can only see so far. Again, by modern standards, though, we're, we're quite used to just cranking up 48 chunks away and just letting our computers deal with it. Uh, and again, that's also something that, by the way, you can do with the replay mod where it doesn't matter really how good your computer is. You just say, I want it to render this many chunks out. And the computer says, all right, it'll take me about 45 minutes for the first frame, but I'll get to it. And, you know, it'll do it. And it's cool that we are less dependent now upon our own systems to make good videos.
2: A feeling that I had when I was watching that video is, man, I am so over like continental, medieval, European design in Minecraft. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Do you feel that way about Notre Dame, Zach? Um. Pleading the fifth is allowed. Well, it's only five percent done. (laughs) But the the video that I shared is takes its inspiration from a bunch of other places, and we're not transitioning to that video yet. But it's just um, I was I was thinking like the most recent aesthetic build that I've done recently was a bunch of Tudor houses, which is you know continental European, not necessarily medieval, but continental European. But that's not all the styles that I've done in Minecraft. I'm just thinking about like the last server that we were on. I did like a bunch of Japanese inspired structures as well. I built like a pagoda and like a dormitory. And I just like the idea. We were talking about 1.19 a couple episodes ago and about how they're adding mud bricks to the palette. Yeah. I was gonna bring that up, so that people can build more in the style of the the area that they they live or grew up in. Yeah, um, that may not be Central European or American. Mm-hmm. And I find myself gravitating to like wanting to see more builds. That are different than the builds I've been seeing for the past 10 years.
1: Yeah, that's, that, yeah, I was going to bring up that previous conversation we had too because I more fully understand the point you were making then of, of how new blocks can trigger different inspiration because uh, going and watching this video that, that Tom shared from a decade ago, you know, I happen to still like castles, and if I had any true mind's eye for, uh, for building something like this in Minecraft, that would be the sort of thing that I, I would build first. Though granted, I, I personally just have never succeeded in that, so maybe I'm still uh, stuck a, a decade ago at, at square one, and that's why maybe <laughs> if I had built it, I'd be more <laughs> like you and wanting to stretch my wings. Um, but I can see that, you know, back then, as you alluded to, Cobblestone was the main thing that you could build with. And so, what does cobblestone look like? Oh, well, it looks like the wall of a castle. If that's all you've got, that's all you're going to build. And you can't make a Tudor house look like a Tudor house with just cobblestone, uh, at least not nearly as easily as you can today. So, mm-hmm. as they've added more things over the time, it, it makes sense that, uh, you know, more and more types of building styles have come in from that.
0: Well, I am. The medieval style, I mean, of course, with me and the Gothic architecture, I don't think there's any further explanation needed for me to say that it's still my favorite style and I just will always love that particular era of architecture and that'll probably be my default go-to for the kind of style that'll continue to build in Minecraft in and I have a lot more cathedrals to share in the future. Um, But I, I still do like other eras as well. I do, of course, like a lot of classical architecture as well from the Greek and Roman eras. Of course, we've already talked about the Pantheon on the podcast, but then I've also got a few other uh, upcoming builds, which we'll talk about soon regarding um, other classical architecture. And it kind of makes me think, too, whenever we're building stuff in Minecraft, I, I always sort of think back to my experiences playing Civilization and playing like really my, the first Civilization game that I grew up with was Civilization 2. Uh, I never played Civilization 1. I. I started with C- Civilization 2. And I remember that, again, the most fun part of playing a Civilization game, kind of like we've discussed before, for me was always the beginning of the game. And one of the best parts of Civilization 2 was that the city artwork was very different depending on what your Civilization was Early on, you know, if you were a classical society like the Greeks or the Romans, you had cities with artwork that would slowly grow with, like you know, more and more elaborate forums and columns and capitals and pediments. And then, if you were more of a medieval civilization like the French or the English, you would have more like castles. Your your cities would look more like castles as they grew. And if you were the Chinese, you had very uh, elaborate architecture. I'm forgetting the name of the sort of flowery roofs and things that you get for those architecture styles. And then you'd also have, you know, like the Aztecs and stuff, too, with the pyramids and the steps of the different, you know, kind of mud brick looking buildings. But as soon as you got out of the initial era, all the artwork would suddenly switch to the industrial era. And suddenly every single civilization would have the exact same artwork of just like brick buildings Didn't matter what you were, suddenly everyone turns brick and the game suddenly became so boring. So it was just like as soon as you get industrialization in my eyes, the game was over. So, uh, Zach, tell us more about the build that you selected. Who made it and what is it?
2: So this is a build by Craft. He's a very popular YouTuber. He's got 1.8 million subscribers. Oh, we only have a few. Uh, we're pretty close to that. Pretty close to that.
0: I was about to make that joke.
2: Yeah, not a joke. What are you talking about? Oh, sorry. You have a lot of students. 1.8 million. <laughs>
1: Wait, can we just? We should just name our our listeners Tom Students. Those <laughs> now they're collectively known as Tom Students.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's the uh, it's the collective noun. It's like um, a murder of crows, a Tom students, students
1: of, of, of Cathedral Talk listeners.
2: Yeah. So if you are a Minecraft fan, which is theoretically half of our audience, it's a good theory. Yeah. Uh, you probably already came across this, so I'm not diving deep into some obscure content creator here. But I was talking less about the mountains and more about the caves, and this is a lush cave transformation build. Um, so uh, the the thing that I think is really interesting about this build is that JeraCraft certainly adds a lot of detail and a lot of artistry to this cave. But the cave itself already has so much going for it already that JeraCraft's additions to it are not reconstructions they're enhancements um it's it's really just bringing out what the cave had going for it already and i think he does a great job all all sorts of details that modern Minecraft content creators are, are known for, like putting in weird trapdoor locations and strange blocks that you wouldn't expect to see them. But it just gives sort of the like an overall impression of this this really lived in, uh, really expressive cave. And I'm very impressed.
0: Well, I mean, just the the first thing that really makes a build like this, I mean, it's something that is very common in many builders, but just building a good pathway, including lots of like wooden rope bridges, uh, that sort of, you know, curve with sort of a catenary curve that just, you know, give a sense of an Indiana Jones kind of Temple of Doom feeling. And, you know, I was thinking to myself when I saw the particular wooden rope bridges that he's got in his build hanging from the chains, I was like, you know, it looks really good, especially with those curves and the way it's made out of the trapdoors of the planks, you know, pretty pretty good way of accomplishing that like many builders do. And I was thinking, you know, that's such a staple now with this kind of sort of thing since they already have like abandoned minecart shafts in caves and things. They really should update those with this sort of common style of like these wooden rope bridges. Because if you could just like be wandering these caves and just bump into that stuff that was naturally generated. That'd be awesome.
1: Betraying my lack of deep knowledge of what our staple builds. Uh, I was the first thing I was going to bring up was also those bridges. Cause I really like them. Uh, and the, the the fact that they like sag uh, uh, in how it's built. Uh, and to me that felt completely original, like, Oh wow, that's so cool. But uh, clearly you're saying that's something that everyone does now.
0: People, people do that kind of stuff with lots and lots of builds, but they look all the much better in the wonderful terrain to build them on. Um, but it would also be cool to just explore the world and find some wooden rope bridges. You know, we already have lots of other ruins in the game. That's like should be the next thing they add.
2: Right. I've actually had this this conversation with myself uh, a couple times about like, wouldn't it be awesome if there was cooler looking algorithmically generated stuff in the world? Right. Because... There's not many cool-looking algorithmically generated structures. I would say the Woodland Mansion is not very cool at all. Looks terrible. Agreed,
1: it's terrible. Yeah, it's completely out of place.
2: Yeah, the Underwater Guardian Temple is all right. That oh, one I'm pretty okay with.
0: Yeah, I think the Raider Tower is one of the better-looking things.
2: That's what I was going to end on. I was. Gonna say, it's small, but it's 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 somewhat detailed. Yeah, but if they're like. The villages, some of them kind of look neat if they generate kind of weird, but they're they're largely year one Minecraft level builds. Yeah. And I feel like if the procedurally generated buildings were too cool, and I think this threshold is actually really low, Uh, that you would be less interested in making your own cool stuff uh, in the world because there would just be cool stuff already. And that sort of the bad procedurally generated stuff is... An impetus for you to make cool stuff yourself. I
1: completely agree because I, I, I think the villages are the perfect example I think they're exactly right because when you start up a new server you want to look for a village build around it essentially exactly how we did um, our village happened to be cut in half by a mountain which was pretty cool um, though annoying for Zach trying to teach villagers how to live but a decent look but like you said it's very basic like you're never gonna just let that live as it is and we've certainly or you all certainly destroyed some of those houses you kept others whereas on the opposite end of that spectrum that forest mansion that you mentioned it just comes out of nowhere you can't do anything with it you don't want to put anything near it it's just it's too much yeah
0: well i i was i pretty much agree with you both too that i see that yeah you, you don't want the villages to be too amazing because then you It'd be too intimidating to start building next to them. I would say that I think I would prefer if the village buildings themselves were just a tiny bit larger. Yeah, Like they're so ridiculously small, like a house is usually no more than like a three by three interior space, if even maybe even two by two sometimes. And I was just like, I would like maybe stuff that feels a little bit more to scale with like what a proper one to one house size would be just so that as you build stuff next to it, you don't feel the need to completely tear down the village that's already there and rebuild it from scratch. Like I I would like to feel like the basic houses are there at a good scale so that you can detail them more up to make them look better without feeling the need to just start over.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. I agree with that.
0: Especially the little churches, like the little churches are just absurd. They're made of nothing but cobblestone and they're basically like a very small cylindrical shaft of cobblestone and, I was just like, oh, I wish these churches actually looked cool.
2: Well, you're you're claiming that they're churches.
0: Yeah, I mean, don't they usually have like clerics in them or?
2: They're clerics. The villagers with the brewing stations. Yeah,
0: yeah, with the brewing station clerics. Yeah, the the number one detail I found most impressive with Jericraft's, uh cave transformation was the use of the redstone deep slate for the eyes and mouths of the statue.
1: That was really good.
0: And I was trying to remember, does redstone really glow that much? Or did he have a particular pack that was making them glow extra?
2: Well, he has some sort of shaders. Yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, redstone ore will light up when you walk on it. Um, And you can, I think, punch it Mm. and it will light up. Yeah.
1: Now that video was beautiful. I was uh, watching it right before we were recording and was with my wife and uh, like, oh, hey, do you want to see a a fun cave? I was just intending to show her like five, 10 seconds right after he picks which locale he's going to build in. And she was immediately enthralled and I had to throw it on the TV and we had to watch the whole video together. Yeah. And she was uh, amazed that that's what people can do. Her main question was how long did that take? And my... Guess was 40 hours, and she thought that sounded way too low. But I'm curious, the two of you. Obviously, this was built in creative, so no mining was involved,
0: right? So first of all, he, he, I think he even said in the video that it was creative, or maybe okay, maybe it was somewhere else. But I definitely saw him mentioning that he's more of a a creative mode builder than a survivor builder. Oh, yeah. Can you mm-hmm. c- clarify that, Zach? You okay. can, well, you
2: can tell in the way yeah. you can tell in the way he moves and way he places yeah. blocks. Right, right. He's
0: flying around. So he almost certainly also has access to world edit and world edit lets you do all sorts of stuff like copy and paste whole shapes over and Mm. over again.
2: Yeah, you can see that in this time lapse as well. He'll like make something out of wool. Then he'll like it will flash between different types. And then I was wondering about that. Yeah. Yeah. So he's using commands to do a lot of stuff. Yeah.
0: There's all sorts of commands to speed that up. Exponentially faster, and I've gotten better at using it myself. I've been using it to build in single player some upcoming things I'm going to share with you guys soon, and it's going to be able to make allow me to generate more stuff too, which I'm excited about.
1: All right, so what are your what are your guesses on how long that would take, knowing that he used those tools?
0: So I, I guess also my other the hard thing I have about predicting there is there's really two phases to this. There is the phase of building it, but there's also the phase of figuring out what the heck you're going to do. And some people, like I mentioned, have just an innate ability to just build on the fly right. and to just be like, oh, I'm going to build a thing right here. Oh, I think I'll throw a temple right here and an aqueduct right there. And oh, and that looks like a good place for a statue. And here we go. And they just do it freestyle. Uh, they play it like jazz. But I cannot build like that, at least yet. I, I'm just not, my brain isn't trained like that. I am a very, I must pre-plan what I'm going to do with a spreadsheet kind of person and usually that pre-planning can take a good maybe third of the time to really do it. Do you do that even for,
1: like, you built a tavern, which is, you know, a big structure but tiny compared to uh, your cathedrals? Do you do that level of planning for those too?
0: No, not not to that extensive amount. But I did at the bare minimum have to spend some time working out, okay, how big should this floor plan be? And that the tavern, which you're mentioning... I actually, the facade for that tavern is not original to me. I actually copied that facade from another person in the community. I don't think we've ever shared this on the podcast. So maybe sometime when we feature uh, parts of our village on the podcast, we can talk about the different buildings. But this tavern, um, I I copied the facade from just another image that I really liked with some modifications stretching a little bit here, a little bit there. But then the interior space is entirely original because I had no idea what the inside looked like. And I'm pretty sure the roof shape was completely different. So it's probably a completely original interior, but the outside was just something I was like, all right, put a block there, put a block there.
2: Uh, My guess is about 10 hours of, actual placing blocks
0: that sounds about right i didn't even give you a number but i think if you had a good enough improvisational sense of just go for it with world edit vastly increasing your your speed in which you can create shapes and things yeah you could probably knock that out in 10 hours that sounds about right to me
1: that's really interesting because that that's that's an achievable number in my mind like Mm -hmm. 40 is not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put 40 hours into something like that but for something of that scale if you could do it in 10 hours granted obviously that person's gonna be much better than i am um eh, it still feels doable
2: yeah it's it's 10 hours in creative and it's also 10 hours on the back of uh probably ten thousand hours of right. having done other builds right so right it's not his first rodeo. certainly
0: right i mean and for a, a very high-end youtuber like he is um you know he, he's going to be used to doing it quickly and he's just going to be beholden to a particular cycle of i need to put out a video i need to put out a sure. video so i only got so many hours to put into it any given thing per video. So you, he probably put in just as much time assembling the video, if not more than the actual build itself.
1: Oh, easily more.
0: Yeah. That's what I found with a lot of the videos that I've been slowly assembling. It's like the video takes a lot of time in addition to the build itself. Yep. So what did you gather for us, David?
1: Yeah. So I didn't bring a single like this build. This is the one I want to, uh, I, I want you to look at this. I, I it's more of a style style that uh i wanted to share and it probably won't surprise you because this is the one thing that i attempted to do early on in uh, when our server went live and that is buildings into cliff faces particularly little houses i don't mean big grand and a big grand castle sort of thing could be cool too i guess but uh, i i just really like treehouse sorts of things but in a cliff face well, I said I actually really like tree houses too. I didn't think of that for this. But uh, <laughs> uh, tree houses in in, in in cliff faces. so Kind of like mist, huh? Uh, yeah. I can't remember mist that well. But
0: yeah. I think mist was a little bit before your time.
1: I, I mean, I know mist fairly well, but I don't have a lot of the visuals. Sure. Um, do, 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 do. So like that. Oh, my goodness. You're having us look at things. On the fly. Oh, my
2: goodness. That.
1: But yeah, essentially, I, yeah, I like things that look organically coming out of the mountain. I, in these two examples, I particularly, uh, well, one of them is, it jots out quite a bit. And I think that it does a great job of the beams underneath. Like you could truly see that as if this building was being supported like by flying buttresses. I know it's not a flying buttress, but conceptually you get what I'm saying.
0: Uh, they're, uh- yeah, yeah, I know what you mean.
1: And then the other one is it's a little bit more in the face itself, uh, the the cliff face itself. It's not jutting out quite as much. But I really like the windows, uh, as if you instead of a big stone uh, wall there, you replace that all with windows and then built like roofs around it on on the sides. Something about that just always really uh, uh, appealed to me uh probably cuz it's the the where i built it in our village uh <laughs> initially i had the thought like well from here you can kind of look over the entire village and then you all built buildings way taller than it so uh that effect is somewhat diminished but uh still that kind of thought of small little thing but looking over everything
2: well i've got a place in our server that uh i think would fit your qualifications perfectly there's an area just southwest of your lighthouse, maybe not more than like 300 or 400 blocks away, that overlooks this new mesa terrain generated where the ocean used to be, and it's uh, absolutely gorgeous. Um, and I don't—I'm not trying to get you to build something there, but I think if you were to take a look at it, uh, you would agree that this is the kind of place that would fit these type of buildings.
0: Yeah. Well, and, you know, it's, you know, I think the cool thing that you picked here, David, is not only are these just cool ideas and you've shown us what your taste is for, again, these kind of built into the mountain cliffside structures. But these are small, but still detailed in a way that they're impressive. But even again, I don't mean to make make this sound like a put down, but since you're not a huge Minecraft yourself. This is the kind of thing that you could do almost like with Legos. Yeah. Like you could say, you know what? I will join Tom on the server today. And I think I will just look at this image and try to copy it. Right. You know, try to say, I'm going to build something that looks like that. And it'll be a fun little project, kind of like following the the instructions to a Lego set.
1: Yeah. And there's even a third uh, example here that I didn't sh- uh, send to you, but it's literally from a video of how to build a, a wooden cliffside house tutorial that uh, I really
0: like <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, we should do that sometime. Play with us, David. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I really like those. Yeah. Well, And your first house that you built on our server, too, was in the cliff face, and it yep. still kind of overlooks. It shows that you had that thought in mind from the beginning.
2: Yep. Yeah. And then someone else on the server built, like, right above you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else was like, I'll just copy that up here so I'm taller. <laughs> Such
1: as the human experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Speaking of server stuff, I have built more vaulting on the cathedral and uh, I intend... I
1: don't think you can use a plural there.
0: What did, what did I say?
1: More vaulting. I mean, I guess one is more. Yeah. You said earlier in this podcast you built one vault.
0: So, it, yeah, I guess you could say the vault is can be both singular and plural, kind of like how you use it. I, there's lots of words that operate like this, but you're putting me on the spot and I can't think of what I'm trying to illustrate right now
1: isn't this podcast just me putting you on the spot
0: mostly my intention is to have the the first level of the chevet done in the next month or two at that point i think we'll do another fun tour of the server and we'll really be able to talk about you know this is now the first major phase of construction that notre dame completed um, and we can see what comes next. And then what comes next is when things start to get more and more fun because it starts to get much taller, faster. And once you start to have, you know, like a visual sort of vertical overhanginess to the rest of the town that's, you know, outlined around it, I think it's it's going to add a lot of depth to the town.
2: Well, the server distance is now 32. Yay. So that's higher than it was in 1.17. And I can actually see the cathedral floor plan from my newest farm. Really? Relatively far away, yeah. Wow,
0: you have to show me. (laughs) So fun times ahead.
1: Oh man, I just did some more math of some more numbers that have been referenced in this episode. What? You're 5% done. And the podcast has been going for almost one year. (laughs) What did you sign me up for?
2: (laughs) So you're going to be uh, sending your kid to college by the time that this podcast is done.
1: (laughs) Quite literally.
0: That's it for now. Check out our podcast website at cathedraltalk.fm. There you will find many architectural visuals and Minecraft goodies. If you would like to support our efforts here at Cathedral Talk to aid in the restoration of Notre Dame, please use the direct link on our website to donate to friends of notre-dame-paris.org. Friends of Notre Dame is a non-profit organization that is leading the international fundraising efforts to rebuild and restore Notre Dame Cathedral. By donating to them through the link at cathedraltalk.fm, we'll know that our podcast is reaching new patrons. As our own Minecraft project progresses, we'll be sure to share plans, screenshots, and videos for your own visual palette. Good day and happy building.